0: How are they going to model things differently than they they did before? Um, What are some of the strengths and weaknesses of renewable energy in terms of having it be a planable entity in their portfolio? So um, I think that's some of the things that uh, we're going to be discussing at the conference.
1: We are here to try to explain to you what it is we do here.
0: in the U.S. employs more
2: people than Google, Apple, Facebook, and Twitter, combined. The most valuable commodity I know of is information.
0: Wouldn't you agree? Welcome into the
1: Green Insider Podcast, powered by eRenewable. I am your host, Fred Davis. Episode number 66 happening right now. Excited about today's program as we welcome to the show Mr. Howard Walper, president of Alpha Insight, discussing their upcoming event, the Energy Trading Risk Summit USA. That's going down November 3rd through the 5th here in H-Town. So we'll uh, go over that and, of course, get into... Listen, it's it's been uh, the post-pandemic, pandemic world that we're living in right now. And, of course, it's still going on in various phases. But, uh, you know, for a lot of the folks in the event industry, it's been a huge blow to them. They've had to go virtual. And, of course, uh, there's something to be said about the virtual events. But then, of course, there's definitely something to be said about in-person events. And we're going to discuss that with Howard, as well as just a little bit about his career prior to uh, getting into the event business and his role in the energy business as well. So lots to get to there. But before we do all that, let's welcome to the program Miss Ann Niemer, COO and co founder of eRenewable, telling you what it is we do here at eRenewable.
2: Hi, Ann Niemer here, co founder and COO of eRenewable. At eRenewable, we know everyone has sustainability needs and wants. We want to help you reach your ESG goal. Our goal is to bring technology to the sustainability space by hosting real time online auctions for both buyers and sellers. Our electronic management tool helps streamline the RFP process. Whether you need to procure energy or find an off-taker for a renewable project, our platform will provide pricing efficiencies to your organization. Our other projects include solar or battery storage development, renewable natural gas or responsibly sourced gas, LED lighting, and HVAC efficiency upgrades, or unbundled RECs or RSG certificates, all helping our customers reach their sustainability goals and meeting their ESG needs. Please visit our website at eRenew.net or call us at one 866 erenew one As always, thank you for listening to The Green Insider. Powered by eRenewable.
1: Thank you so much for that, Miss Ann Niebuhr. Of course, you can find out more about the company over at eRenew.net. Give us a follow over on our LinkedIn page. And then, of course, you can also give us a follow on Twitter as well, at eRenew2020. All right, you know what time it is as well. Every other week, we like to do what we call the NEMA News Minute, the North American Energy Markets Association, the premier association for all things energy-related. And here is the executive director of NEMA, Mr. Steve Shepard, with the biweekly NEMA News Minute.
3: Hi, Fred. This is Steve Shepard, Executive Director of the North American Energy Markets Association. Thanks again for the opportunity to provide another NEMA update for the Green Insiders listeners. As previously announced, NEMA has resumed our virtual presentation series, beginning with the great speakers and panels, which would have presented at the canceled fall conference. We've adjusted the schedule since the last NEMA News Minute. Our next presentation is an energy market outlook presented by Peter Rosenthal from Energy Aspects on October 20th. Following that, we have a special series of three interrelated panel discussions, which will take a deep dive into the challenges and opportunities presented by the explosive growth in the energy-related needs of data centers and electric vehicles. The first panel, featuring representatives from data centers and EVs, will be on November 3rd. The second panel on grid infrastructure challenges, featuring representatives from MISO, PGM, and SPP, will be on November 17th. And the third panel, featuring NEMA members who are delivering solutions now, will be on December 8th. Look for additional information on NEMA's website, NEMA.com, and in future NEMA News Minutes. We have also started hosting small-scale regional receptions for NEMA members. We held our first reception in Minneapolis last week, and our next reception will be held in Indianapolis on November 3rd. More information is available on NEMA's website. On the membership front, we're very excited that we continue to add new companies. This week, we are pleased to announce that Nature Enter has joined NEMA as a market member. Nature Enter, based in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, develops and operates utility-scale renewable projects in North America, with a focus on America and Canada. Contact information for Nature Enter will be posted to NEMA's website shortly. Lastly, a number of NEMA members have recently issued RFPs. Great Lakes Utilities is seeking proposals for short-term and long-term energy and capacity products. RFP response packages are due October 20th. AEP Energy Partners is seeking offtake proposals from new solar, new repowered wind facilities, and battery energy storage systems. Notices of intent to bid are due October 13th, and final proposals are due October 27th. Lastly, Wisconsin Electric Power Company, doing business as We Energies, is seeking proposals for MISO LRZ2 capacity. RFP response packages are due October 22nd. That's it for now. We look forward to giving another update soon. Thanks, Fred. Thank you so much for that, Mr.
1: Steve Shepard. Of course, find out more about NEMA over at NEMA.com. That's N-A-E-M-A.com. All right, let's get down to the program with Mr. Howard Walper talking about the Energy Trading Risk Summit USA and, and definitely want to get you out to the event as well. Why? Because our other co-founder and CEO of the company, Mr. Mike Niemer, will be one of the featured speakers at the event. So without further ado, let's welcome to the program talking about the Energy Trading Risk Summit and just his career in the business overall, Mr. Howard Walper.
0: I've been doing marketing and events uh, pretty much my, my whole career. Before this role, I, I had the opportunity to work for a uh, major price reporting agency, and uh, I first started out uh, heading up their marketing group in the Americas, and, and then uh, decided we're going to dip our toes into the conference uh, business. So um, we held our first conference, and uh, we grew that into a something like a 60 conference a year program, um, but they've all been in the energy space, uh, energy or other uh, tradable commodities. And uh, when when I left that organization, I was looking for what I wanted to do next, met some interesting people, particularly in the uh, energy risk management side of things, and it turned into a good career. So um, that we we we, uh, uh, we I launched Alpha Insight. And, uh, you know, uh, we, we've been rocking and rolling ever since.
1: How long did you launch uh, Alpha Insight?
0: Uh, probably we've launched it in 18. Yeah, I've been about I've been about fifteen years in the uh, energy industry when I started Alpha Insight.
1: What was it about deciding to jump out on your own that finally uh, made you take the plunge? Because I know a lot of folks, you know, they vacillate on you know making that plunge. What was kind of the final push for you?
0: Yeah, so after I left my, my last position I was looking for uh, my next opportunity and I thought, you know, this is a chance to really put into to action some of the thoughts and ideas and theories around conference production that I I'd always wanted to do. I felt it was a great chance to, to connect with a lot of the folks in my own network you know, really build this up from the ground up the, the, the way I thought it should be done. So uh, it's been a, a really wonderful uh, experience and I've learned quite a bit and we look forward to uh, continuing to grow in the coming years.
1: So you started in 2018 and, of course, absolutely nobody short of Nostradamus knew that in 2020 the entire globe <laughs> would be upended. How did you pivot? Because we all know that that was the, you know, one of the key words of 2020 was the word pivot. How did Alpha Insight pivot and what was the greatest takeaway you've taken from the last 18 months?
0: My career uh, has been sort of dotted with live events, even before I was in the energy industry. I did um, things like grassroots marketing, street promotions. I had a bunch of Dunkin' Donuts Winnebagos that I'd send kids out to do uh, street marketing. I did live uh, video teleconferencing, and uh, uh, you know, from movie theaters, a lot of you know, a lot of interesting different ways of looking at uh, live events and you know live tv is live tv you've got to make it happen and you've got to make it go um, i've had events canceled um, you know in, in the past for floods for hurricanes for fires i had a team in napa uh when they had the big fire there we had to evacuate them from from a hotel i used to joke that uh you know the only thing we don't have is plague and there you go we have it right on our we have uh we have plague. So this is all um, your fault <laughs> the pivot we took, we were able to do it very quickly. Uh, Our AV partners uh, had an arm that already did uh, sort of live event broadcasting, things like that. So we were able to pivot and have our first virtual conference in uh, June of 2020, which was, you know, very quick. You know, once we found that formula and found what worked for us, we just kept refining it and refining it. You know, I think one of the things that we came away with right from the beginning, it was one of the theories I had that seems to have Born itself out is when you're looking at delivering a virtual event. It's a completely different thing than a live event. I think a lot of companies tried to take, "Hey, here's our live event experience, and we're going to um, try to duplicate it online." You know, we 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 instead thought, "Okay, this is sort of a different animal, and we have to take advantage of the the strengths that the virtual world provides, which is to reach a huge audience." a uh, very distributed audience, but it's really good m- more for one-way communication. You don't get the same sort of experience of handshaking, things like that. So for our vendors, we encourage them to think of it more as a, a component of their their direct marketing versus a replacement for face-to-face meetings. So that's one of the reasons we're really glad to come, be coming back to the face-to-face because there are things you that you just can't do effectively in a virtual format. However, that being said, I think there's a place for virtual formats in the future, even as the pandemic sort of uh, starts to, to fade behind in the months. Um, you know, I, I think going forward, uh, our, we're going to have a mix of live and virtual events for different purposes so that uh, we can continue to, to uh, provide information for the industry in, in a number of different ways to as many people as possible.
1: Did I basically hear that you uh, were running a Dunkin' Donuts street team at
0: one time? Yes, is that, I, did was. I Is I, that, that kind
1: of what I picked up on
0: there? You did, you did. I, I ran, uh, let's say, I've had uh, all sorts of uh, backgrounds. You know, I, I, I uh, started out in the uh, movie industry, actually working for Sony Pictures, uh, doing exhibitor relations up and down the East Coast, making sure all the theaters had their marketing materials. Ended up working in uh, theater exhibition space. Uh, that's where I got into, uh, at the time, we didn't have really the internet which is weird to think right now, right? But uh, You're dating yourself. I know, I know. But we would hire out theaters across the country for meetings. And then we'd bring in satellite uplink trucks and we'd put dishes up on the roof and put projectors in because at the time they only had film projectors. And we would do big corporate meetings. Like if Microsoft was launching something and they wanted to bring in all their reps in different cities, Uh, so Bill Gates could address them. We would do things like that. And then there was the uh, Dunkin' Donuts street team bit where we had the giant Winnebago's with the munchkin box generator and kids handing out samples of uh, concerts and things like that.
1: Will there be a Dunkin' Donuts Winnebago at the Risk Energy Summit?
0: Unfortunately not, but we will have plenty of coffee. Okay. will be plenty okay. of snacks. You no, know, and and honestly, you know, after a couple of years of doing that, the uh the, the, the cinnamon Dunkin' Donuts coffee smell in your clothes you know. <laughs>
1: I can only imagine. I can only imagine. But no, you—you you, like I said, you certainly—you uh, gave yourself away when you said Dunkin' Donuts, because let's call it what it is. A lot of folks here in the South uh, are just now finally realizing just how realizing great Dunkin' what, uh, Donuts yeah,
0: is. this—I lived up in uh, Boston at the time, which was the uh, oh, absolutely the, 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 Oh, that's the know, headquarters. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and I mean, there's a Dunkin' Donuts in every Dunkin' Donuts. I exactly. mean, they're, they're they're just everywhere. So
1: it's insane. No, I I was uh, I I spent three and a half years in Brunswick, Maine. So outside of uh up in the Navy, and there was. Was a uh, Dunkin' Donuts right outside the Navy base. It was one of the greatest of things. There
0: was. Absolutely, there There's.
1: was. So take us
0: down the street from that. Yeah, yeah there you you're damn right
1: there was. So let's get right down to it. So we've yeah, got sure. the Energy Trading Risk Summit USA going on November 3rd through the 5th. Uh, our own Mike Niemer, CEO and founder of eRenewables, is going to be one of the uh, uh, esteemed speakers at the event. I'm very excited about uh, not just the event, but also getting to see uh, my guy, Mr. Niemer, do his thing. But t- mm-hmm. uh, just a little bit about this summit, about, you know, putting this thing on. And this is going to be, I mean, I'm guessing this is probably, is this one of the first in-person events you guys have done?
0: In a this while? is the first uh, in-person event that we've done since 2019. So oh, wow. we're very excited. Yeah, it, it's great to be back into an in-person format. For those who are interested, it's uh, www.etrsummit.com USA. Yeah, we are looking forward to it. It's going to be great, a great event. Out of curiosity, how many people in the state of the pandemic we're in are actually scheduled to show up there? why well, you, you put you put that uh you put that uh very uh pessimistically um <laughs> well you know you know we, you know the energy factor has a flake factor so that's why right so let's let's see what you come up with well you know uh the first one we did uh we had about a hundred and eighty people come. Back up a little bit. Our our strategic partner for this is the CCRO, the Committee of Chief Risk Officers. Uh, They hold their regular meeting on the pre-conference day of our conference. So you have a a good collection, a good handful of senior risk professionals who are uh, coming to this thing Right away, so um, we we uh, and then they stay. A lot of them are speakers. A lot of them stay through the uh, whole event and 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 things like that. You know, I expect numbers to be a little bit down, but not terribly. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good thing. The one thing we're missing, you know, I think uh, probably about fifteen percent of our uh, customers came from Canada, and it's still very difficult to travel across the Canadian border. Right. Um and then um, the uh, you know depending on what part of the country people are coming from, there is a little bit of a hesitancy to travel. Not maybe all due to the pandemic itself, but because of the added stress that comes with travel in the age of COVID. You know, the various some people have testing, some people have the masks. It, it, And some companies still aren't letting people travel. So, you know, we will be, I think we'll be a little bit down, but not terribly so, because there's a a good community here in Houston.
1: But I'd imagine that there's also going to be a virtual component as well. So it'll be both live in person and virtual.
0: We are recording it, we're recording it, and we're gonna be um, making it available after the conference.
1: We delve into the renewable energy side of things. Obviously the energy mm-hmm. transition's a big part of what we do here at the Green Insider and over at Renewable as well. When you hear energy trading risk, tell the folks at home what kind of about what Alpha Insight's doing or what, from a, a renewable energy standpoint, kind of how you guys have jumped into that arena and kind of how the two might intersect at the summit on November 3rd to the 5th.
0: You know, I think the, the, the biggest thing too that's changed in the time from two thousand nineteen till now, is suddenly everyone's woken up and learned the letters ESG. That's the big talk in the industry right now. That's uh, that's one of the big initiatives that a lot of these energy companies are doing. We tend to look at energy at Alpha Insight when we're producing a conference for energy risk. We're somewhat agnostic to you know whether it's you know renewable or you know coal fired or oil production we're agnostic to it energy is energy but how renewable energy fits into the portfolio the strategies that uh, the different companies are taking to ensure that they're they're meeting their obligations under uh, state and federal mandates that's really important information. They have to know how this is going to affect their their trading, how it's going to affect their their record keeping, their reporting, you know, how it's going to flow through their entire system. How are they going to manage the risk on the renewable energy portion of their portfolio? How are they going to model things differently than they they did before? Um, What are some of the strengths and weaknesses of renewable energy in terms of having it be a, you know, a a planable entity in their portfolio. So um, I think that's some of the things that uh, we're going to be discussing at the conference.
1: For folks that have never been to an Alpha Insight conference, or again, it's been almost two years or over two years since one's been put on, tell the folks at home what they can expect at the summit for those two days.
0: Well, first of all, you're going to get some great information. I think that's the most important thing. In, in addition to Mike, you know, who is the, the superstar of renewable energy here, we have senior level representation, probably like chief risk officer level uh, folks coming from NRG, from Clico, from Hess, uh, you know, from uh, Uniper, a number of other uh, large companies. So, you um, you're going to get the insight of uh, the people who are trying to uh, plan the risk strategy for their their companies. Uh, there's a, a robust commercial marketplace there. We've got some great vendors. So there's a great exhibit area where you can learn everything about analytics tools, uh, ETRM systems, you know, forward curve management tools, all sorts of things that uh, you know we have quite a few. Uh, exhibitors and sponsors it's going to be a fun time we have a couple receptions which are always great that we're hosting in uh, conjunction with our friends at uh, kwa analytics so it's going to be three days of a real uh, enjoyable and informative conference
1: and of course they can go to etrsummit.com forward slash usa to learn more about the event and to register at the event as well
0: exactly exactly and I highly oh, recommend ahead, ahead. doing that.
1: Oh, absolutely. Now what's the de- <laughs> now and, what and so what's the deadline? And can people will be people be able to walk up to the event and do it? You know, for I mean obviously we know Houston's a you know, what, six million people, so for folks that are kinda what you know, wait until the last minute, uh, obviously people that are traveling get, go ahead and need to get that done. Um, what about the as far as registering for folks in the Houston area or just out just here in Texas?
0: Registering, just you can register up to the date of the event. You can even walk up. We are requesting people bring proof of uh, immunization or a negative test within 48 hours of the conference. Okay. Uh, just for everybody's uh, everybody's comfort level. But yeah, just go online and register or join us on the day of the event. But we prefer if you come on. It's a little less expensive if you register in, in advance.
1: Thank you so much for that, Mr. Howard Walper. You can catch all other Green Insider episodes over at Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, ERenew.net, or wherever you get your podcast. And if you listen to us over on Apple iTunes, we ask that you give us a five-star rating. Why? Because we promise that you learn more about renewable energy from the podcast than you knew about it before you stop by. Once again, gotta give a shout-out to the entire e-renewable green insider team, that being Mike Neemer and Al and the rest, and of course, everybody that listens to the podcast. Thank you so much. For all that you do. This has been the Green Insider Podcast powered by eRenewable. We make going green easier.